This is the Christian Fix Podcast with the Reverend Michael Thompson. Listen and be blessed. again to worship him, to honor him and to glorify you in his name. I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, trusting that we're all well. And today I'm preaching to you this sermon from the text Galatians 1 1 to 12 Let us pray Most righteous Heavenly Father, Almighty God, we thank you again, we thank you for another day that we could be here, Lord, to worship you, to honor you, and to glorify your name. We thank you for your open doors. Lord, we thank you for that your word, for your word that will go forth. And Lord, as your man servant, I pray today that you'll anoint me afresh and that you'll empower me through your Holy Spirit that I'll speak the same, the Lord, and that souls will be transformed and souls will be one. Take over right now. In Jesus' name, we ask and pray. Amen. Amen. Galatians 1, verses 1 to 12. And my sermon topic for you this morning is the enemy within. The enemy within. And the main idea from this text written by the Apostle Paul is that the church itself, because he was writing to the church of Galatia, the church is its own enemy. The greatest enemy to the church is the church. And also in this text, Paul had to declare that Justification comes by faith, not by works. Amen, church? So, that's the main idea from this text in Galatians 1. Now, as customarily, I like to engage you in a historical context and background of this text. The author of this text is the Apostle Paul. I said it before. The church at Galatia was struggling with what was the true gospel. Judaism was still rampant in that church, in that region. And in this religion of Judaism, it excluded Christ, my friends. 
in the church of Galatia, the mosaic, the, the, the mosaic law was still re relevant and potent in the church, not the messianic law, my friends. The church of Galatia was located in Asia Minor, which is now called modern Turkey. So this is the context and the location in which Paul writes to to talk to them about the differentiation between the true gospel and a false gospel, my friends. So I have prepared for you this morning an outline. And the first part of this outline is one, the rightness of God above Paul's gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ. The rightness of Paul's gospel that is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Paul, in his letter here, had it lined up first by verse from verse 1 to verse 12. Paul stated his authority in verse 1 to 2. He said that Paul, the apostle of our Lord Jesus Christ, apostle of God, Paul stated who he was and his authority. Then Paul greets the church in Galatia to verse, verses 3 to verse 5. There was a greeting by Paul to this church in Galatia. Then Paul in verse 6 to 10 addresses the Jew and the false gospel in its entirety, my friends. Because Paul was upset about what was happening in this church. The church of Galatia deserted the true gospel, turning away to something else different, a different gospel, a false gospel, led by the Judaizers of the day. These were some men, some Jewish men, after Paul went and preached the gospel and teach the true gospel of Jesus Christ in this church and left. There were some Judaizers who came back to the church and engaged the church in false doctrine. They were saying to be saved out of a relationship with God, you must be circumcised. It must be by circumcision. And I must tell you that that gospel is a false gospel. Paul was so upset that he said, Who be with you? Who hold you? That you go and take a different doctrine, one when a similar to the doctrine that I preach to you, the doctrine of Jesus Christ, the gospel of Jesus Christ. They went away from it, my friends. 
a different gospel, a radical gospel that was radically different. It wasn't even something similar, my friends. It was something different. The first gospel was what? A gospel of confusion. A perversion of the gospel of Jesus Christ. They were saying that you come to Christ or come to God by cutting out a piece of your skin. Circumcision. That is what Judaism teaches the Jews. And yes, the culture of Jews has circumcision in it, but it doesn't give you any claim to God. A different gospel, my friends. Right now, in many of our churches, we have a different gospel. My friend, a gospel that, that was source this God, hatred, jealousy, bad mindedness. This is a different gospel than the gospel of Jesus Christ. So Paul was so upset that Paul said, Who will be you? Who will be with you? Because it must be that your mind has been taken over or been wounded by someone for you to believe in this gospel. So Paul proclaimed to them that justification by God comes through fear. And I want to say to you this morning, church, you are justified by God by faith. You come to Christ Jesus through faith. Faith and nothing else but faith. Not through circumcision. Not through anything else. It is by faith, not by works. Because many of us in our churches, it's about works. You will come and you'll work in the church. And you think you're entitled to go to heaven. But it is not by works. It is by faith. And that faith will lead you to righteous work, my friends. So it's not by work. It's not by circumcision. It is not merit salvation. So you work for salvation. No! Salvation comes through faith in Christ Jesus. That's the way you're saved. No other way but through faith in Christ Jesus. So no matter no pastor, no evangelist or anybody tell you that you must do this and do that. It is faith through Christ Jesus. And this faith from the grace of God will propel you to do righteous work. Will propel you to walk in the light and not the darkness. When you do it by works alone, 
you will tend to walk in the darkness, my friends. So Paul was quite upset. They become obedient to the law of Moses. Circumcision was in the law of Moses. But there is a new commandment, a new covenant that God has given to his people. And that covenant rests on Christ Jesus, faith in Christ Jesus, not faith in anything else. It's about faith in Christ Jesus, my friend. I want to say to you, sanctification is by the Holy Spirit, my friends. And it is a process. If you preach, Master, if you preach another gospel, a different gospel, my friends, you will be in trouble. Paul said here, but... Though we are any angel from heaven, preach another, any other pandemic gospel unto you than what which we have preached unto you, let him be a curse. You hear that? Twice Paul repeats it in the Bible, so it is a paramount. It is important. If anyone preach a gospel other than what Paul gives to them, it could be an angel from ever. Let him be a curse. It is about the gospel of Jesus Christ that is hung upon faith, my friends. So Paul had to address that, my friends. And in Paul's declaration of justification by faith, he had to defend it. Paul's apostleship was questioned. And many times as pastors, when we come and we now preach the gospel, our whole pastoral ministry is questioned. Yes, because people have their own idea of how the gospel should be and that the gospel of Jesus Christ must please them, not them try to please the gospel of Jesus Christ. My friends, it's the other way to flip. But I'm saying today, I will stand and the word of Jesus Christ. And you must stand. On the word of Jesus Christ. Not another gospel. Not even one similar. It must be the gospel. Of Jesus Christ. Justification. By faith. Nothing else. Not works. Hallelujah my friend. So his authority Paul was acquired through revelation. It was given to him by God. Paul explained to them, said, yeah. I know you give me a pastorship. And a man give me. It comes through revelation through God. God gives me it. 
Paul said this teaching was not from man. It was from our God. My friends. Paul received his authority. From. Heaven. My friends. He was approved. As a apostle by the church of Jerusalem by James and Peter. And I'm saying to you today, when you stand at the true gospel, you will be challenged. But be steadfast. Like Paul, he went, he returned to Judea, and he what? He preaches the gospel. He went as far as Rome and he preaches the gospel. So my friends today, even now more than ever, the gospel of Jesus Christ is under attack. My friends. What? We can say, you understand, about the true gospel. The true gospel is about what love. Loving one another, loving each other. Compassion for one another. Unity. Not discard. Mercy. Obedience to the word of God. Not rebellion. Grace. We must exercise grace, my friends. We must live in grace. We must work together. We must work together. And the final one, we must put faith in Christ Jesus. That is what the gospel of Jesus Christ is about. But you have people who will be in our churches, who will be influenced. Just like all the Judaizers came into the church of Galatia. And they will influence other people. To take the false gospel of disunity, discard, hatred, no mercy, selfishness, all of these things is the other gospel, not the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Because the, the true gospel of Jesus Christ is embedded with love. Love is the greatest thing of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if you don't have love, you have nothing at all, my friends. Paul said in his epistle. But I want to ease to say to you this morning, my friends. To look at things that can destroy the church. Because this other gospel that I am talking about will destroy your church. It will destroy your church if you don't revert to the true gospel of Jesus Christ. That's why Paul was so upset. He said, who be you? Who be with you that you take another gospel than the one that I have taught you? That the one that I have preached to you said, if any one of you, even an angel that comes from heaven and preach other gospel, let it be a curse. So let us look at the things this morning that can destroy our church. 
Tradition is good. But there are a lot of traditions that are not biblical. They are not built on the word of God, the Bible. It's a little man get up and decide that he will do it. And we follow like all the Judaizers came with this tradition with the Jews. And says by circumcision, why God and move past that? And there's a new covenant in town. It is by faith. You're justified by faith in Christ Jesus. Traditions. And we must look out for it. We must be willing to change if it is biblical. Bad doctrines. Sometimes we have many bad doctrines in church, in our churches, and it will lead us astray. The loss of our first love for Christ, without an appetite again for Christ. And many of us, we are in churches. And we have lost our first love for Christ. The practice of the things of the world. Many of us are worried about the things of the world. We come into church. And we still hold on for the sinful things of the world. Because it sweet us. But old people say, what sweet nanny goat so running belly. My friends, you are the one superstars in the church. Talk to me, no man, you don't know them. Some who feel like the church can't do without them, they must superstar, mega stars. Right? They are unfaithful towards the work of Christ. It is all about them, everything stop on them, and they are all thunder. The superstars. Be careful of the superstars. Uncle Mia alone can sing. Uncle Mia alone can preach. Uncle Mia alone can teach. And then when they don't get their way, then try to prefer the gospel of Jesus Christ. So Paul had to deal with this church seriously. Oh dear, you made these Judaizers come inside here and leading you astray, my friends. Hallelujah. You have some who do not respect our charity. They are rebel. They are rebellious. These are the things that destroy his church. Display in a form of a holiness. When they come at church, they be a holier than thou, but from Monday to Saturday, 
They are the prince or the queen of hell. Mm. My friends, they don't respect authority. And they display a form of holiness. They do not know the word of God. And practice the word of God. Three quarters of the church to come Bible studies. So they don't know the word of God. So you know where they become? A church of a carnal Christian. They are here for some fighting and division and hatred and all kind of ramping false gospel inside of that church because they don't know the word of God and they don't practice it. They are carnal Christians. The lack of love for each other that destroys any church. Divisions, cliques, gangs, rebellion. It's like that you come at church, it's like it's a war zone, a battlefield. Talk to me, the man. Those are the things, those are the things. That affect the church and push back the church backward. The lack of unity within the church. These are the things that the false gospel breeds. And that's why we must make sure that the false gospel is not in our church. Cheers, my friends. So today, let me quickly apply. From this text written by Paul, Galatians 1, verse 1 to 12. Let me apply it to today's situation, what we must do. Do not desert the true gospel. Hook up the true gospel, embrace it, which is love, which is joy, which is peace, which is unity, which is togetherness, oneness, working in one accord. Hook it up. Hmm. Do not deserve the true gospel. Don't let anybody be with you. No matter nobody whom you with the false gospel. It is about the true gospel. Know and practice the gospel of Christ. So you see, when they come like the Judaizers, for tell you about the false gospel. You say, no! You refuse it! You rebuke it! Because it is not right. Three, believe the gospel of Christ. Believe it. It's the only good gospel. And it is the only gospel you should know and believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Show respect to God's messengers. You have some people in our church that just go around and disrespect God's messengers and the leaders of the church. Hallelujah. Protect. Hear this one, and this is for you. 
protect your church from a ferocious wolves. Jesus said they come in amongst the sheep like what? Ferocious wolves. So look out for those like the Judaizers. Look out for those who are in the church that is sowing this false gospel of disunity, of hatred, of lack of mercy and grace. Protect your church from ferocious wolves. They're going to come. Paul did his work in the church of Galatia. He teach them. He preached to them. And as he left, here comes the Judaizers with the false gospel. So I'm saying today, you've got to be vigilant. You've got to protect your church. Your church is going to say, we don't want this false gospel in our church. The people who carry this false gospel is like ferocious wolves. That is how Christ Jesus described them. And let me say so. Our Lord Jesus says so. Paul was saying that man. In no comfort, please, man. And I'm saying to you, please, God, not man. You know, come to please me as your pastor. You please what? God. My friends. And the final application, the seventh one. Exercise your faith in Christ. Justification comes by what? Faith. Faith alone and faith alone. Because then the prophet said what? We what? The just should live by what? Faith. And I'm saying to you here today, everything is about faith in Christ Jesus. And in closing, today when it comes to this sermon, in conclusion, the church is his greatest enemy. Because there are people inside there who are rebellious, disobedient, and they fall to the false gospel. My friends, beware of these people. Sometimes we have enemies within. So we must what? be vigilant and look for those ferocious wolves, as I said before, that seeks to destroy our church. You can't allow them to destroy the church. We must push back with the word of God. My friends, they are led by the devil. We must pray as church people fast and work and become a healthy church. Church healthiness is the honor of the day for Christ Jesus. And then God will give the increase don't be like the church of Thyatira, which was called by the worldly church by Christ. If you follow the false doctrine, you become just a structure of the worldly church. That 
want you. And you can never win another soul for Christ. They will consider you as hypocrites. The worldly church. We must beware of that. Don't desert the true gospel of Christ for a false one. Don't desert it. Reject the false gospel. Reject it. Believe in the will of Christ and his person. And exercise your faith to be justified by God. So friends, today, as you look at this text, we are justified by faith. And through that justification, and through the faith that we have put in Christ, we must do everything to uphold the true gospel. We must preach the true gospel. We must accept the true gospel. We must work out the true gospel. We must not accept a false one. Because my friend, there is a difference. And it is very important for you to know the true one and the false one. There is destination for this. If you choose and accept the true one, your destination is heaven. But if you choose the false one, your destination is hell. You will hear from Christ. Depart from me. I know you not. And I want to say to you this morning, who have ears to hear, let them hear. This is the word of God. Amen. Just listen to the Christian Fix podcast with the Reverend Michael Thompson. Join us next week for another episode.